three, two, one, we made it, we're live. What's going on, guys? It is Friday, June 28th, 2019. My name is Gabriel Hernandez, and this is Kicking It With The King, episode 191. Of course, I'm still going to get used to, not used to saying that name just yet, formerly known as the G Meeker MMA Show. Funny though, the URL directly, linked directly to the website for the podcast is titled slash G Meeker MMA Show. You can visit it like anchor.fm slash G Meeker MMA Show. It's not slash kicking it with the king. It's slash G Meeker MMA Show. So that will still be the same for that anyways. But um, welcome in folks. Like I said, it is Friday. Uh, Friday is the most exciting day for most people because that's the days that everyone usually gets off and, you know, it's final days, final day before the weekend. You know, weekend is an exciting thing for a lot of people. So, I mean, better, why not, why not do an episode on a Friday? I don't know why I stuttered there for a bit, but anyways, we got a good show, lots of good shit to talk about, a lot of interesting, uh, things coming up, a lot of interesting, uh, uh, fights uh, this weekend and stuff like that. So we'll get into all the fight stuff. We got, uh, things about meter coming up as well. I'm excited to talk about like, um, and, uh, some other stuff too, that's coming up, but you know, I just wanted to, uh, you know, I, I was craving a podcast. I, I didn't do one since last week or since last episode of segments. I think it was on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. So we were due for a podcast. So it was pretty good. Um, the week was real long though. Um, I didn't really, you know, I just, I just, I just worked did normal stuff like I normally do. Um, and you know, sat back and relaxed, man. I was real sore, uh, but I was starting to, you know, I'm starting to, like, I'm starting to get ba- better. Like, I'm getting back into shape, getting a lot better of, uh, you know, like, feeling physically. Like, I'm feeling better physically, and a lot of things are pretty interesting. So, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was just just the whole path, man. The whole career path. I, I got everything. I, I was sitting back. The funny thing is, I was sitting back looking at my emails, and all of a sudden, I seen... Um, an email from an old, uh, you know, an old MMA, the old MMA betting site, the number one MMA uh, betting site, I think, what it's called, Tapology or so, Tapology.com. We talked about it a long ass time ago. So I was scrolling, scrolling through emails and I came across that email and I looked at it and I was like, oh shit, this is the login information I've been trying to find for hella long. So I log into the account, and it's basically all the fight picks. You pick the round, you pick the method, um, and you pick the fighter. To and, you, and then you get an option to uh, like pick your favorite fights of all time, your favorite fighters, your favorite bantamweights, favorite lightweights, favorite welterweights. You get a chance to put all the best fights of all time, rank them from number one to number 10 on your list. Any, any fights you choose, any of your favorite fighters. It's a really good website. I love it. Um, and I just recently signed back into it and I was looking at the record that I had on there. It was like 872 per, like 872 picks, right? 
and like 543 wrong or something like that. The win ratio was like 61.6%, which isn't like, it's not too good, but like those 500 fucking losses in the background, I was explaining on the, uh, on the account, like those were when I very first started, like the, the whole thing, what, what sparked this whole conversation right now is the fact is how long I've been in the sport of mixed martial arts, not only as a martial artist, but as a fan, like I've been a pure fan and a martial artist for uh, going basically close to eight years, man. So I was looking like eight long ass dedicated years to the sport and every single one of the years I was dedicated to it. And it was something that, that made me. So I'm just thinking back how crazy it is, how crazy it's been. Like the sport has defined me and it's really, really shaped up to be one of my like you know the the best thing that could ever happen to me this sport and, and you know like I allow myself to look at that and realize that how fortunate I am to have something that's kept me out of trouble for all these years and I never really got into too much trouble as it is but I found something to keep me on the right path so I mean it's 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 the world man boxing mixed martial arts all of that's the world it, it it's not something that a lot of people would be accustomed to, and I don't think a lot of people know about, you know, the the passions and everything behind it. But when you're in there, when you're in that cage, when you're in that ring, when you're in the training room, just the feeling of feeling free, like you get you. There's no ceiling to learning how to fight. There's multiple ways of learning ways in boxing. There's different techniques. There's all these other different things. It's your life. I mean. It, you're learning how to kill essentially They're, you're learning how to defend yourself and for me it's like you know I, I, I gotta back up all the things that I've had expected of myself when it comes to um, the, the combat sports world like all the abilities all everything that I have ever ever known about myself physically and skill wise it, boxing is the thing to solidify that you, you know striking you're, you're fighting your training, all that stuff leads up to everything. That answers everything, who you truly are. I mean, you could think all these other things about yourself. You think you could beat all these other people, do all this, do all that. You know, expectations. Basically, your expectations that are high. You have all these high expectations, but, you know, you only know who you truly are once you have faced those you know, actually being in there, you know, actually training, feeling that feeling, you know, the anxieties, you know, putting all the work together, putting all the skills together and, you know, just putting it, you have to put all the work together because like essentially it's almost like uh, you're putting someone, giving someone the permission to hurt you. They're coming in to hurt you. These guys are coming in to beat you, coming in here to take like everything you own, everything you ever worked for. So it's like, it's a serious thing. So like for me, I don't just look like look at it like a sport. I look at it as life because it's the only thing I got. It's the world. It's something I, I, I've never shut up about for my entire life, my whole entire life since like 15, 14 years old. I mean, I am still young, very young. I still have so many years over 15 years plus in this sport, but. There's a lot of shit that I've already done and seen and, you know, experienced and, you know, the sky's the limit, man, especially when it comes to knowledge and, and what you're learning, man. You can go into multiple dimensions with knowledge. Knowledge is unlimited, man. 
sometimes I feel like I have a little bit too much knowledge. I mean, my knowledge of the game, I'm very knowledgeable of it. I've done all the studies. Uh, I've done a lot of studies on CTE, you know, the repercussions, the damage, everything, the longevity in the sport. It's a dangerous sport, man. I'm not, I wouldn't just say I want to be associated or be a part of something that I knew was dangerous. But my, my thing is... Hey, you don't have to be hit all the time. That's the thing. These guys, a lot of these guys will come forward and, you know, take all the punches and, and you know, we'll, we'll be willing to get into a slugfest and, and, um, and put on exciting fights, quote unquote, exciting fights for the fans and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm 100% as a fan, you know, I'm into those fun fights. It's fun watching two, two guys or two women go back and forth and, you know, throw, throw leather. And, you know, hopefully one of those people go down. I mean, look at Amanda Nunes, Chris Cyborg fight. That fight was a slugfest from start to finish. These women, these women didn't stop swinging until Amanda Nunes flatlined Chris Cyborg. So obviously, like I said, it's a dangerous sport. All these guys, like a lot of guys will come forward, you know, They'll they'll try to take your head off and they'll just won't stop. There's a lot of guys will take unnecessary damage. A lot of guys will take you know unnecessary shots. You know take at least too many shots, and their longevity throughout the sport will be diminished, like diminish like almost instantly like it, it will it will slowly but surely diminish but you know as you start to take more damage in the sport we've seen this on with a lot of fighters and a lot of different other uh being a lot of uh, we've seen this in a lot of different fighters and like different positions and stuff like that um that the day like the damage you know you, you can't take shots the same you can't move the same your body can't f- perform the same and and you know, you just can't, you just aren't the same. Like you got to know when to quit. You got to know when to stop. And, and, you know, there's people out there that don't know when to, but you know, if you coach yourself about this stuff, if you, if you really sit back and look at the repercussions of every single thing that you're doing, you can be ahead of every single thing. You can be ahead of the game. You got to study this shit. You got to do the shit over and over and over. You got to really sit back and think about all of these different things and think about the fact that, do you want to do this? Is this what you want to do? The way I see, the way I look at it, it's it's something that I want to, I want to perfect. I, I've stayed dedicated to this sport for almost a decade now. For a young, 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 young man who was a teenager, young, young teenager at the time. Look at fifteen year olds now versus back when I was fifteen. But you know, I, I've dedicated so many years to the sport, man. It's destined for me to be great at what I do. I mean, that's why my passions are here. That's why I sit down and talk about it. I'm letting it all out. I want the world to hear. So I don't give a fuck how many people are like subscribed, how many aren't. You know, the, the message is out there. The challenges are out there. It's all out there, man. I'm I'm coming. That's the thing. I'm not the type. I'm not. I'm not the type that's gonna come forward. I'm. I'm, I'm come forward, obviously, and fight. But like, I'm not the type that's gonna be standing and banging and having all these people just. You know, I'm. I'm taking unnecessary shots. You know, slug, absolute slugfest with my freaking with blood running down my freaking cheeks and just fucking busted up and shit like that. That's not how I fight, man. I come forward, but you know, I'm calculated. Very calculated. Pick my shots wise. I move. I'm in and out. I'm always moving. I'm always light on my feet. I'm use, always using footwork. I'm always cutting angles. I'm always trying to get in and out and, and avoid the damage. I'm not trying to get hit. That's the thing. I will perfect that. I will make my chances of losing very slim. Obviously, everybody loses. You've got to be humble in every step of the process. But if you dedicate yourself to your training enough to the point where you don't get sucked into fights that you don't need to be fighting, you don't need to take fights or um, that you shouldn't be taking at that certain level. Like, there's these high-level guys that take high-level fights. You take high-level fights. You don't give an amateur a high-level pro fighter. 
You don't give someone, you don't feed them right to the wolves right when you're beginning. Or when you're, when you're not beginning, but when you're trying to progress slowly but surely. Like, I'm not jumping in any big fights or any big things like that. I'm doing, my, my training's calculated. Training's going to be calculated. Very, very, not very, like, strict as in, like, you know, it's going to be very, you know, like, point A, point B, point C. This is exactly what I'm going to be doing. And obviously, you never know. You can't predict the future. You don't know how you're going to perform and stuff. And, you know, sometimes you may surpass your expectations when it comes to competing and shit like that. But for me, I, I have it's a, I have a game plan, man. I have an asterisk. There's something, there's things I need to do, there's things I want to do, and there's expectations that I'm either going to surpass or, you know, God forbid, it would be impossible almost to, you know, shoot below my standards, you know, way below and just absolutely uh, bomb in my first, my first ever, like, actual, you know, my first ever um, mixed martial arts fight. And I've trained for years, I've learned for years and stuff, and um, been, been 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 so close to the sport. I just haven't had the opportunities to compete because I haven't uh, I, I didn't haven't any knowledge of of the not any knowledge, but just I didn't have I didn't have enough knowledge in my brain to the point not knowledge fight knowledge. I'm just knowledge of you know anything. I was I was really in a kind of like a, a, a fucked up spot back then to the point where I wasn't really able to focus on what I really wanted to do, and I was really stuck trying to find myself and find what I really like to do, and not really what I really like to do, but find out like who I was motivation wise, confidence wise. Like I never lost sight of my goals or anything else like that. I just was in a spot where I wasn't motivated to work towards them. It's not like, I mean, I sat back. I didn't lose sight of the goals. And, like, don't get it twisted or anything when it comes to, like, you know, I didn't say, fuck this, I give up, I'm not going to do this anymore. I was just like, you know what, I'm going to put these goals on pause. I'm going to try to figure out what's wrong. I'm going to try to improve. I'm going to try to get better. I'm going to try to strengthen myself as a human being. How am I going to get through this? What am I going to do? What are the necessary steps to take? That's the way I looked at it. So I looked at it that way. And, you know, ever since then, I still haven't lost track of my goals. I have goals, man. These long-term goals. These, are, these aren't goals you're going to get in one year, two years. I mean, for fuck's sakes, world champion at 23. That would sound nice. But, you know, I'm a smart, I'm an intelligent guy. I'm gonna, I am gonna approach the sport very differently. You know, I'm obsessed with knowledge. I'll watch video, I'll watch tape, I'll watch my progression. And, you know, I'll break my own footage down and I'll I'll learn what I can do better. The fact is, I mean, I love breaking other fighters' footage down, but when you break your own footage down, you have someone record you. You have somebody, you, you analyze, I analyze myself. I always analyze myself. I'm my biggest critic and your biggest critic, you know, when you push yourself and you put yourself through the, the ringer, you put yourself through all the pressures in the world, you know yourself better than you know, your, you know yourself better than anyone knows you. There's no one on the planet that can tell you, you know, who you, there's nobody on the planet that can tell you better than yourself. That's the truth. That's just a complete truth. And... For me, I know myself better than anything. I have goals. I have asterisks. You know, aster, aster I can't say that word right. Asterisk. Asterisk. I, I'm going to give up on saying that. I have obligations. I have all these things. I have expectations. There's things I have to do in my life. Otherwise, I will never be satisfied. I'm itching. I'm dying to compete. I'm, I'm dying to do all these amazing things. Jesus Christ, baby girl. She's fine as fuck. Um, but these are obligations of mine. And like I said, 
nothing I do will be the same. Nothing I do will be right until until I satisfy my goals. I'm not saying that, that that's the thing. You're never going to be satisfied. No one's ever satisfied. Not in a bad way, though. That's the thing. Not unsatisfied in a bad way. I just want to keep going and advancing towards things. There's no, there's no, there's no freaking limit to how you box, man. Look at Floyd Mayweather, how how undefeated he was. How much better people can get over the years. You know, shit. Being in mixed martial arts for seven years, five plus years, five plus years, six, seven years, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It doesn't matter how many years. You can be in the sport for thirteen years and start getting almost just as better as you were back then, and you still are better. Like look at Floyd Mayweather. He was undefeated for this whole time. I mean, you look at Floyd. You look at um. I mean. You look at Andre Ward, look at that record. Um, I mean, Floyd is technically just the best boxer, you know, defensively. Dominic Cruz, throughout his entire mixed martial arts, arts career, you know, essentially took hasn't took that much damage for as much fights as he's had, which is fucking fantastic. There's no limits to what you can do. If you dedicate yourself to doing the right things and you stay stuck and you stay forward and you stay focused and you stay sharp and you're a student of the game like I am, that's where the success comes in. I'm successful. I want to be successful. There's nothing else in the world that I want more than this. That's why I'm the saying, man, when, when you're etching, when you're itching to compete and just prove to yourself and show the skills off that you've learned for years and you've had in the bag for years it's itching man it's like I, I'm, I'm boiling inside I, I can't wait I know there's people out there I can be I know everyone everyone I compete against I know I'm for sure I'm for sure gonna win I mean, there's nobody that I think can beat me I don't go in there I, I go into training I go in I will go into fights thinking um, thinking the other person wants to work harder than me beat me up. I, it's just the fact that the, the, the plain fact of that these dudes are trying to hurt you, take what you're owning, trying to take what you want, and they, they're, they're not as dedicated to the sport as you are. That's the thing. They're not as dedicated to you, aren't dedicated to the sport as you are. So for me, I, I, I have an obligation. I, I can't lose. I can't, I can't do it. It's not going to happen, man. Everything I would have worked for for all these years would have gone down the drain if I, if I just completely got annihilated. Everyone loses. Everybody... Uh, Everyone has their moments, but my moments are entirely slim because I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to put myself through the ringer and put myself through the craft to the point where I can make sure that your face will hit the canvas before there's any judges, before there's any time where I slowed down or something happened or something drastic in the fight. No, there's nothing that's going to happen. I'm going to come forward. I come forward and I'm looking to take you out. But the thing is, I'm not going to get, I don't get in, I'm, I, I never was like this style to, to fight emotionally or try to, you know, make it fan friendly. I'm calculated, man. I, every time I was in training rooms learning and, you know, practicing on the pads, I was solid focus. Like I had that solid focus. Every time I hit the bag, I had solid focus, you know. I worried about my footwork. I worried about my movements. I mean, your movements are everything. Like the key, I've used my footwork to get out of getting hit by a car. I've used it to move, use it to run on the track, use it to stay light on my feet. I've used it for many things. So footwork, you can use footwork in backs, uh, boxing. I don't say boxing. I don't say basketball. Basketball, you can. Basketball, football, tennis. You need footwork in tennis. In wrestling, I mean, I don't know how much you can do in wrestling, but, you know, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, movement. Movement's everything, bud. Like, movement is a key. 
And you look at Dominic Cruz, look at Floyd Mayweather. Movement, movement, movement. They're all about movement. If you move all the time, you're not standing in one spot. You're not going to let people get the, the opportunity to get off on you. They're not going to get off on you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be moving too much. Frustrate people. And then when they're tired, technically, definitively, tactically, and with a lot of power, I'm going to break you down technically, physically, emotionally. I'm dragging people in the deepest waters because yesterday I was thinking about this. The entire day yesterday, I was heated. I was pissed off at an undisclosed situation I'm not going to talk about because it will fire me up and I would not try to get fired up on my own podcast. But it had me to the point where I was thinking, you know, man, all this, all these years of hurt, all these years of pain that people in my past part of my life have caused me, you know, it's, it's disappeared. I've become a better person because of it. But deep down the fighter inside of me just really was like, you know, fuck, I wanted to hurt all those people. I wanted revenge. I wanted to beat the fuck out of all those people. I wanted to fight each and every one of any, anybody that's ever caused me pain. It didn't matter who it was, whether it was a woman or it was a man. It was just the fact that they hurt me. And I felt like there was a chip on my shoulder. I wanted to fucking go off. I wanted to explode. I wanted to fuck these people up. So that's kind of where my aggression came in. It's like I'm just I've done so much for people and done so much for in my life and done and dedicated myself to so much stuff for people to fuck me over and make me feel lesser than how I should have felt and had me question myself back then at those times. Really had me fueled and pissed off because I've done the world for people and I've gotten nothing back. People have fucked with me. People have done all this other bullshit to me. So it was like my rage was just up yesterday. And I was just like, dude. I mean, I mean, it's, those people didn't pay my opponent will I, I didn't get I didn't get the opportunity I didn't want to because I knew I would, get, I would get in some serious trouble because it damage inflicted would have been catastrophic for a young man to inflict on someone else when you grow up with mixed martial arts man and, and that's all you've got and that's all I had I stayed away from people because I if I had my hands on them man I was gonna fuck people up I watched fights hours in and hours and days in and days that's how I got into I mean I was introduced to karate at a very young age but then you know when I had off time as a kid I wasn't going around fucking around with girls or going anywhere or doing anything I was literally sitting watching fight film all the time studying fight film adapting it to my own my own game and no one messed with me and no one ever bullied me nothing it's not not because they knew I felt like their soul knew because I'll take your soul out of your body when I, if you ever fight me. And it's just like, it's not going to be a good time because all these people that fuck with me in my past, uh, and you know, that's, that's done, that's caused me any pain and all that. The pain I'm going to afflict on my opponents is what the, the, the best part about it. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be all over emotional and just like try to, you know, fight every single person that gets me mad. I'm just, I use it as fuel and motivation for when those opponents, when I step across that cage or ring, wherever the fuck it is, I step across and that person stepping across them. You just should know that they're in for more than 12, more than 13 years of pain since might as well just say since age three, age three, since absolute, uh, since, since emotional pain, uh, from not having my parents around or anything else like that, or not having a family to back me up, support my goals or anything else like that. You know, I, I lived a good life, like I said, as a kid, but you know, as a, I, I did experience pain through a lot of those years due to the fact that I just didn't feel loved or accepted or anything else like that. So for me, that translates into motivation, all that shit from the past is 
just every single thing from the past has motivated me. It's made me, <laughs> it's kind of funny though, I would say it like, it, it makes it to the point where you got to be a little bit worried about the, like, the opponent. As an opponent, you should be fucking worried because I'm going to come and take your hat off. Years and years and years of dedication to the sport and dedication to myself and proving things to myself, lifelong journey. I'm still coming, baby, because it's, it's time. You got to be, I'd be worried. Be fucking worried because I'm coming for vengeance. I'm coming to take people's heads off. I'm gonna take you out. I'm gonna take all these people. I'm, I'm gonna beat all these guys. Any anybody they put in front of me, I'm gonna smash them. There's too many years of this into uh, mixed martial arts to where I I, I shouldn't. I mean, I, I should have more than than an advantage. I've been doing this shit for years. I've been I've been studying, watching back, watching in the back, licking my chops, just looking at all these guys, making their debuts, making uh, uh, putting on exciting fights. You know, not not having any professional experience like Dennis did. Um, I mean, Duran Wynn looking good in the UFC. I mean, but he, obviously he had experience and shit like that. But like like just the fact Dylan Dennis. I mean, Aaron Pico. All these prospects coming out. Like uh, I'm the next big prospect in mixed martial arts, man. And it's just it's it's not it's not it's not just uh not me not just me saying it. It's a it's it's a proven fact. It's not I mean, proven in my head. That's the thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be proven in the the world just yet. It can be. It's proven in my head. I said it. I said it. It's gonna happen. All the things that I've said in my life that have happened or were gonna happen have happened. I've said I was gonna do things, and I do. I say I was gonna. I, I, anytime I say I was gonna do something, I've always done it. That's the thing. That's what drives me insane. So someone says they're gonna do something, even the biggest pet peeve is, man, why don't you? If you're gonna come do it, do it. Other than that, shut the fuck up. Go somewhere else. I don't have time for that. But back to me, I was saying, like, dude, I just, I just keep going, man. I don't stop. That's the thing. My my motivation is higher than ever. Yeah, I, I can't not, I promise you, I just can't wait to prove it. I can't wait to feel that first knockout, get that first one. And then I'm going to want another one, and I'm going to get sucked back into the gym, and I'm going to stay more dedicated, and I'm going to practice, and, and I'm going to get better, and I'm going to work on all my areas of, of the game in ways I can get better and chase the finish. Because, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to uh, solidify myself and, and you know, label myself as a knockout artist like i said earlier i'm not gonna walk in and try to just absolutely swing for broke and take your head off when the punches land they will land they will be precise they will be accurate and you know there will be there will be accurate precise and you know you'll be quick <laughs> basically like i'm not gonna swing and telegraph anything it's gonna be it's going to be nice, fully loaded, cocked, and ready to fucking strike. I'm ready to go, man. I'm always moving. Like, when I throw, like, my punches, I'm just cool, calm, and calculated. Fire that jab right. And jab's, like, my favorite punch. Jab, left hook, nasty uppercuts. I, I love I love everything, man. I love all areas, man. Grappling, wrestling, jujitsu. More, 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 more so boxing because that's where I started, like kind of, kind of basically like in the stand-up department. But boxing really, really was the, the, really like a pinnacle of what really made me me. Like basically, stand-up. That's all. If I've ever won fights, I felt like I would win in stand-up, and that's what I've done. Like I've, when I've hit people, I've gone down, fucked people up. 
busted this kid open with one punch. I shattered fucking glass punch and shit. And, like, over time, I fucking, I probably messed my hands up so much to the point where, like, that's where I got the power from. Because I've constantly injured my hand, and it's kind of keep kept healing over time. So, like, every time, like, I've, like, I've noticed the progression and stuff that I've had, I've been, like, like, I would punch the bag before, my hands would hurt, but then, like, after a while, I start punching that bag, and, you know, start to land a lot more combos and movements, and, and doing a lot more, like, efficient techniques and stuff like that, it, and, like, I noticed the pop, like, the amount of power that I put into, like, the punches on the, on the bag and stuff like that, so it was, like, it was crazy, like, just knowing and seeing the growth and stuff, so, like, seeing the growth and, and your fighting and stuff is what's fantastic, I mean, seeing how people have improved, seeing how other fighters have improved, and all the techniques that they learn and stuff like that, or, that's all stellar, man, um, it's really, really fantastic, like, there's no, like, you could watch a bunch of different people fight, and you don't pick up little techniques you learn from individual fights and stuff, that's the exciting part, learning, I mean, especially when you get an opponent, you get to break them down, and you're obsessed about them, I obsess about myself, and I obsess about making, you know, making sure that I'm one of the best, I can be one of the best in the world, and, and focusing every single day on being a better me, um, so only, you can only imagine what, what, what happens when I come, when it comes to having an opponent, I'm gonna obsess, I'm going to assess about beating you. And, and, you know, the thing is, I'm not going to fully focus on what they're going to do. I focus on what I'm going to do, um, what I'm going to do, and focusing on what I can do best and, and things that I, I, I can uh, implement and, and areas where I feel I have the advantage. And I have an advantage in a lot of areas when it comes to a lot of things, movements, even my movement, my skill, my, my fight IQ, everything. I just got to sharpen up things. I mean, no one's perfect. We all got to get better every single day. So it's like there's so much shit to learn. It's like there's no there's no ceiling there's no ceiling. I mean, we see all the best fighters in the world fight, and they've been fighting for years, still train this, still training, and you know, looking, excuse me, looking even better now. So, like, there's no there's no like 13 years plus in. There's still guys out there that are that are still looking better. So, like like I said, this is like a lifelong dream, man. I I've just had passions of wanting to be the best martial artist in the world. Well, not, I mean, I, there's so many fucking greats in the world. That's the thing. I want to be one of the best. I want to be someone people get excited to see. But not, not, you know, not because of my fighting style, but because of, you know, just who I am. My ability to hype stuff up. I can hype stuff up along with a very intelligent approach to the game. A very intelligent approach to the sport and, you know, intelligence all around. It was, it was a... It was, uh, what is it? Like, it's it's a passion of mine. It's something I've lived for. It's something I'm living for. It's something that I'm really thankful that I have around. Like, it's something I've, I was gifted. Like, I'm gifted to have this this kind of passion. And this is not a passion just for mixed martial arts. It's a passion to learn in general. Like, about, about everything. About our earth. About what's going on. About ways people can personally improve themselves and become better persons. And people for themselves, for their friends, for their family, for their relationships. I've, I've seen so much and learned and endure so much in, in my entire life. And not only do I have a love for martial arts, but I just have love in, you know, obviously the podcast. I do the podcast all the time now and, uh, you know, kind of just, uh, you know, real good on the mic, on the microphone. And the tweets and stuff are pretty fun and authentic. You know, personal tweets for me, I mean, they're just me and just me being me, very educated and, you know, I have a decent approach, a really, really good approach to sports. So, I mean, 
for me, I, I want people to recognize me as a, as a, you know, as, as someone who's multi-talented. I mean, all you got to do, no one's, no one's looking at the young underdogs right now. No one's knowing, no one knows, no one's buzzing about me. No one's talking about me. That's exactly what I need because I, I, I talk with my hands. I mean, I can talk right now. I'm great. The thing is I'm great at talking and I'm great at fighting. That's the thing. People are going to see it. I'm going to put my skills out there. I'm going to deliver. I'm going to put my skills to the test and I'm going to prove it to the world. That's what I got to do. Uh, like I said, every, this is a trash talk era. Everyone's talking trash. Everyone's talking shit now. That's not the style that I, that I really kind of approach. I, I'm, I'm kind of like a quiet. Like I'm a quiet. I post. I go on social media all the time. So like it would seem like I would be the one to talk shit and stuff or send messages or post memes about my opponent. No, uh, I'm not like that. I'm not going to give them the shine. I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to, I'm going to think about them. I'm thinking about how I'm going to beat them and, and then envision the sequences over and over in different ways and different outcomes and stuff like that. But I'm not one to obsess about someone like that. I'm going to worry about what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm going to, I'm an intelligent guy. Like I said, obviously if I know what they're going to do or things are going to try to in, initiate on me or use against me technique wise, then obviously I'm going to be smart and realize that that's a stronghold. That's a strong point in their game. That's a strong point in their game. Your wrestling is your best part, okay? Well, then I'm going to wrestle just as hard and practice on my wrestling defense if I'm planning on keeping the fight starting. Because if you're trying to shoot in on me, take me down, it's not going to wear. I'm going to stop your takedowns and I'm going to punish you. If that's all you're planning on doing and you can't get it done, you're in for a world of fucking pain. Because I might just take you down as well. Because I'm a fuck. I, I have a good ground game, good top game, heavy on top, and like uh, stuff like that too. So it's like, and ground and pound is vicious too. But you know, I, I kind of mainly like to save, keep it on the feet. But I'm good in all areas. I mean, I can be better, but I gotta learn. You gotta keep learning. We gotta keep. Uh, you got to learn. Like I said, there's no limits. I mean, you, you see all these different multiple belts in jiu-jitsu. You see all these belts in uh, Muay Thai and stuff like that. You got to get all these belts because there's just that many levels. I mean, look at Valentina. I think she's like 17-time world champion Muay Thai fighter. 17 times she was crowned a world champion. She defended. And, you know, look at her, look at her now in the UFC. She's a world champion in the UFC. It's crazy and it's insane it's fucking insane. That, that's just, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Your experience, everybody, your your, your whole your whole experience, your whole everything. There's no, there's no limits to this. It's there's no end game to fighting. That's the best part about it. So you, you don't just get to a t the top of a goal and finish. No, mixed martial arts. I've dedicated myself for all these years, and I'm coming to be great. So I've had I have years to come, and there's years of me getting better, having this mindset. Just keeping the same vibes, keeping the same energy, you know, if anything, pumping the energy up a lot more to the point where I'm just, I feel unstoppable, not to the point, not to the point where I'm like cocky or too overconfident, just to the point that I know and believe in myself legitimately that I can do and be anything I want to be. And I want to be one of the best in the world. And that's exactly what I'm going to do because that's something I've been talking about it for years. I've been thinking about it. I've been, I've envisioned it over and over. I've put work in, I put the work in, I've put everything i've dedicated myself through the worst times of my entire life even in the worst times of my entire life i've dedicated myself to the sport because the sport has helped change me and the sport has helped make me who I, who i am and make me a better person because that's what it is it's just it is is what it is it's the way i was raised i didn't have parents growing up 
didn't have anybody like that growing up supporting me. And my goals are still self-fulfilled. I'm motivated off, I'm motivated off just progression, progression. You know, there's no person here motivating me, no individual, like I'm not married, I don't have kids or anything else like that. I'm not motivated off that shit. You want to know what I'm motivated off? I'm motivated off the goals that I've set. I've motivated myself off the things that I want to do and the feelings, the potential feelings, how it's going to feel, the unimaginable feeling of achieving something. I'm at a point where I want to achieve stuff for myself. I'm at a point where I don't care about, I mean, I care about people. Don't get me wrong. Just because I cared about people early on in my life and got fucked over for it multiple times to the point where, you know, now I'm very, very aware of, you know, the people I keep around me and I'm very aware of who should be around you and the company you should have around you and the people you should trust and people you shouldn't and the the circles and stuff like that. You got to keep a small circle. Now we all learn this shit in life and it's all good here. My motivation, like I said, like my goal, I, I have envisioned, I have a bunch of goals I envision, things I work hard towards every single day, every single day, even if it's a long-term goal, every single day, it's set. There is a goal that is set, and there's something that I'm thinking about accomplishing. It's not only one thing, there's more than one thing, man. Just because I talk about martial arts and sports and stuff and all that, doesn't, doesn't, that, that's not only one goal, there's so many different other things, so many other, other avenues and ventures and different areas in the world that I'm interested in and like different sports, not just different sports, not different sports actually, like I'm not too crazy about any other sports obviously, um, this is an MMA podcast basically, <laughs> um, but like I'm, I'm, I'm into science. I like science. I like to learn. I like to read about the Earth, the atmosphere. You know, potential like theories and stuff, and you know, thinking about like astronomy, the study of the stars. I mean, cool shit like that. Just basically whatever captures my attention. I learn a lot from the Joe Rogan podcast. I listen to Joe Rogan podcast all the time. It's like it's food for the soul, food for the mind, food for thought, basically. And um, just really, really learn a lot from Joe. And you know, I learned a lot of things. And you know, it's inspired me to look up things. Like basically, it's like it's like the. Uh, I don't know, it's, I don't know, I forgot the word, the term, or what it's used, but it's like, you know, where you look up something, and you, um, you look up something, and you, are you talk about something, you're passionate about something, and someone shares the same passion, or there, someone gets interested in what you're, basically, it's, it's like this, someone gets interested in what you're talking about afterwards, so like, you're talking about something with them, and you get them interested, so they go and Google so-and-so or look up a certain fight or look up a certain song and you know they subscribe to the channel or they subscribe to the artist they start following them on twitter they start following them on instagram because you told them about a friend a family member a girlfriend an ex a baby mama doesn't matter who the hell it is they told you about them and that's what it is you start from you start from that that's what it is but um, oh, I don't know. We forgot. We forgot to say this in the beginning. We usually do, but um, our show is brought to you by Anchor. You follow our page. Follow our podcast on Anchor. URL anchor.fm slash G Meeker MMA show. Yes, I said that correctly. Anchor.fm slash G Meeker MMA show. We are also available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
CastBox, Podbean, Podbay.fm, and all the other major podcast providers. Anchor makes it easy for everyone that signs up. You don't have to stress about where your podcast is going to be at. You don't have to worry about it just being on YouTube or maybe on SoundCloud or having to pay for unlimited hours of talking and and speech there was a point in time where i had to do that shit i was like i'm not paying to do something that i don't get paid for i mean i'm I'm not paying to do something i just do for the hell of it for free for fun i'm not gonna have to i don't want to have to pay for this shit so i mean i fast forward a few years and stuff i did it on a couple other platforms but you know at the end of the day i went solidly focusing and trying to find a good place to put my podcast i came across anchor this is a true story i'm not fucking kidding there is a point in time where i just came across anchor i've downloaded it i've used it i've had my doubts within you know, a couple times it you know, just turned out to be me i found different methods of using anchor and how to you know different ways of using it you know the proper ways of how to not make mistakes the the app is easy you basically you once you sign up it guides you through it step by step with an audio voice guiding you through every single step of the way and through the app and super easy like i said publishes right to google play music all the other major podcasts basically does the hard part for you all you do is talk about this do whatever you know all you do is just talk you talk with your friends talk with your family talk solo i know a lot of people that do podcasts that are solo to do them solo i like to do them with you know guests sometimes i like to do them by myself but you know it's, it, podcasting is new it's the new gen it's the new generation stuff a lot of people are doing it i remember back when it was kind of popular you know everyone had a, a couple people have podcasts but now all your other major celebrities have podcasts so like i said going back to what i said you can visit our podcast directly at www.anchor.fm slash g meeker mma show also follow me on instagram and twitter at g the king underscore mma follow kicking it with the king on instagram at kwtk pod on instagram one more time kwtk pod on instagram leave likes leave reviews leave share that shit subscribe i appreciate the people that are listening to this podcast let's begin folks um so basically like i said dedication's there man I mean, there is no limit. That's the best part about it. I'm de- I'm destined for this. I was made for this. Something that I've I've envisioned multiple times. Not multiple times, bro. Like over a, a fucking thousand times, probably. Literally, because like like if you think about it, 365 days a year, there hasn't been one fucking day that I have went by to where I haven't thought about what I've wanted to do with the sport. You know, I've spent money on stupid shit. I've done a bunch of stupid shit in my life, and I've spent money on a bunch of dumb shit. Made some desperate choices off of desperate desperate measures, call for desperate choices. You know, sometimes you make a little stupid ass decisions in life and stuff like that. But that's the whole progress of life. That's all. That's the whole point. That's why we were put on this earth to do stuff like that, to make mistakes, to learn about each other, to learn about ourselves, to incor- incorporate things that we do and turn around and become the better, become better people because of things like that. So. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm just so thankful for everything that I, everything that I have and like the dedication and everything that I that everything that I get to do in life. You know, we're free, we're essentially free. Uh, you know, our our lives are basically. It's like if you just figure out a bunch of stuff. It's like we're in our own story. We're in our own. 
We're in our own story. We're in our own movie. We get to figure out things we like to do, figure out things we like to eat, figure out things we like to do when we're older. Just a whole life story, man. It's a, it's a beautiful experience. It's something I think a lot of people should, you know, sit back and really sit and look at the qualities of life. Look at all the amazing things that we get the opportunity to do. Look at the passions. Look at all of it. It's just like absolutely fantastic. It's unlimited, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of it. Every part of the game. But anyways, staying and sticking with the mixed martial arts theme. Let's get on to the main event of, uh, I don't know where the fuck they're fighting at, but UFC uh, returns this weekend. Um, Junior Dos Santos taking on Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight main event. That fight is what I wanted to talk about. That is an interesting-ass fight. It's a fight we've been wanting to see for a very long time. They were booked to fight originally. That didn't turn out because uh, Dos Santos is USADA suspension. But, um, you know, what happened... Uh, what happens, I mean, this this fight is huge. It's a big fight. It's one of the, the most exciting heavyweight fights that heavyweight can have right now, aside from, you know, the Stipe and Cormier rematch. But, um, like, these two guys. Whoa. I mean, like, these two. Wait, what the hell? What, what? Like, these two guys, like, you know, Francis hates like a fucking madman monster. So it's like, you make one mistake with Francis, it slides out. Junior Dos Santos, former uh, like former UFC heavyweight champion too. So, like, uh, I mean, he's he's seen it all. He's competed with the best of the best. He's been one of the best in the world for a very long time. He's fought against the best guys. He's beaten the best guys, and been been in some of the biggest fights ever. And one of the most popular heavyweights. One of the best boxers in the heavyweight, if not the best boxer in the heavyweight division. So. It was pretty, uh, it's pretty astonishing to see how Junior has, um, stayed relevant throughout his entire UFC career. I mean, and there was that one point in time where he did, uh, lose, like when he lost to Alistair over him and stuff and he was losing, um, who else did he lose to? I forgot, but you know, it was on the stretch where he was winning and he would lose. Like, he lost, so when he lost to Overeem, and, you know, when he lost to Stipe, and stuff like that, you know, we kind of never thought he was going to get another title shot or anything else like that. We kind of, you know, we kind of just thought he was there. He was kind of like a, he was never going to beat Kane, he never was going to be the champion. I mean, I don't know, I mean, I don't, I didn't know at that one point in time, but then, you know, he made that move to American Top Team after that, and then when he came back and fought Ben Rothel, he looked absolutely astonishing. He looked amazing. He looked fantastic. He looked great. I mean, he not only – I think Junior Dos Santos started off as a jiu-jitsu – I don't know if he started off as a jiu-jitsu guy. Junior has been a very good boxer for his entire career. So, I mean, he's going – he's a high-level boxer. I mean, Nganu has been doing this, I think, only for like five years or something like that. Junior has been fighting longer than that. Like five years ago, I was I, I, I was an intimate. I was in mixed martial. Arts. I was in this world. I mean, I remember when Junior was at the top of the heap. I mean, I remember when he fought Frank Mir. I was one of the people that thought he should fight Frank Mir, and Frank Mir was one of the top heavyweights to fight him because uh, Alistair Overeem wasn't able to compete against Junior Dos Santos at that time. And we did get that fight later, later years later. Overeem essentially won by KO, stopped Junior Dos Santos in the second round, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, other than that, you know, that was a different landscape. But he put the beating on Frank Mir. He's beating Lysa Shane Carwin. Um, 
he knocked out Mirko Kokop, he stopped Gabriel Gonzaga, knocked out Gabriel Ivel, knocked out Fabrizio over Doom, um, and beat Tai Tuivasa, handed Tai Tuivasa his first loss, um, beat Belagoy Ivanov, and, you know, now has a date with, uh, Francis Ngannou, one of the hardest hitters in mixed martial arts, is not named Anthony Johnson. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens because Ngannou hits like a truck. And we've seen Junior get knocked out. We've seen him get stopped by Cain Velasquez in their third fight. We've seen him get stopped by uh, get stopped by Alistair Overeem and Stipe Miocic. You know, clean shots. And, you know, Stipe obviously hits real hard too. But, uh, you know, you hit Junior. I mean, like, DeSantis has a great chin, and we've seen it over a last, the last couple of his fights. You know, he's been able to take a couple shots, and, you know, he, he was in trouble a couple times in a couple of his fights, the last couple fights. And, you know, he fought Derek Lewis as well, too. I forgot that. I forgot about that. So he's beaten Belagoy, Ivanov, Taito Ivasa, and uh, Derek Lewis. And now he's fighting. Uh, I mean, yeah, that that fight with Derek Lewis, he got hurt. That was one of the ones where he got hurt. He got tagged. He was stunned at one point in time in that fight. But uh, yeah, he got uh, he got hurt in that fight, and he came back and won. Um, but yeah, Junior's been at the top of the heat. But like Francis and Ganu, dude, like he hits real hard. And no, he's not one of the most you know technical boxers on the planet, like a, like a Floyd Mayweather or like a, you know like a, like oh he doesn't have all the skills just yet. We haven't necessarily seen him on the ground. We haven't seen him do. Uh, we haven't seen him uh, you know go five rounds or you know expend all the cardio and stuff like that. We haven't seen any of that stuff yet. We've only seen him knocking people out. And go, you know, he went the distance and stuff and everything. And, you know, he got drowned in the deep water by Sipe and stuff. But uh, other than that, you know, we haven't really seen too much. Like I said, like the progression from Francis hasn't, you know, obviously he shut the lights off for so many people. Like the lights of Curtis Blades, Francis. And, well, he didn't really stop Curtis Blades. He, well, the second time he did. First time he did. He stopped Curtis Blades, Kane Velasquez, Alistair Overeem. And just come, came, come back, came back with vengeance and was stopped everyone in his tracks ever since so is he gonna stop junior dos santos boxing wise i give the advantage to junior um power wise i mean junior has some fucking power too though but no one has power like francis and gano junior has technique he has power and you know and he has cardio he can go five rounds but can Francis, if Junior sticks and moves and absolutely stays away from the crazy power that Francis has and is able to get in and get out and land his shots and, you know, get in and get out before uh, Francis can land a clean shot. It's not like he, Francis can, if Francis hits him, I'm sure Junior can take it. But you just can't take too many shots like that. And it can be a dangerous factor for you in that, those kinds of fights and those kinds of contests. We've seen that shit happen on multiple occasions and that's the thing so it, it, what's going to happen is so exciting because we don't know i mean I, I see junior having the advantages and you know obviously cardio wise movement wise boxing wise and i see junior being very tactical and you know being very smart and damn he's very you know very intelligent like i said he has a high iq and he's very very aware i mean there's not a person on the planet that shouldn't be aware of francis and ganu's knockout power so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens Fight-wise, I think I'm going to go with Junior Dos Santos. You know, I'm sticking to my guns. I think I'm very, very... I'm not going to... I'm going to go with the underdog. I think a lot of people think he's going to stop Junior. I, don't, I think Junior's going to win. I mean, if he fucking beats Junior Dos Santos, give that man the winner of Stipe versus DC. Now, if Stipe wins that, I don't know how, how sellable a rematch will be for that other fight, but... 
for me, I don't. I, I just. I, I think Junior is going to win. Uh, it's a great fight. Excited heavyweight main event. Five rounds. We get to see what happens. UFC Fight Night. I don't even know the fucking name. I don't give a fuck either because uh, I just. I'm just interested in the fight. I'm not at all about the details when it comes to all that shit. I just focus on the contest. So here that. That's that. Um, so on Twitter, I've been meeting and talking to a couple pretty cool ass people on on there and stuff like you know. There's a couple people I know they have like an MMA Twitter uh, hashtag and stuff like that. Um, so like a lot of the communities of mixed martial arts fans and stuff and people with their own podcast come together. I mean, I I'm, I mean it's cool to have all that shit. Like I I mean it's it's cool to be a part of the vibe and stuff. That's why I was like, oh, it's cool to have people like that. Like the thing is. A lot of people, like, they don't know who I am, and they don't know what I'm about, and stuff, and, like, like once you listen to my show and kind of catch the vibe after a while, like, if you really do that and you catch the vibe, I've got some good energy and stuff like that, so, like, it's cool to meet all these people, I was, I DM a couple people, like, talk, you know, like, just get to know people and make martial arts, because, you know, solely, I've kind of been solo when it comes to this kind of mission, it's kind of been a solo mission, but, you know, you can have people that admire you, you know, start to look up to you or eventually follow you, they enjoy your content, they enjoy what you're doing, and stuff like that, and you kind of gather a following after a while, so, like, that's what I've been doing, so I've been in touch with some cool people, now, I've invited a couple of people to come on my podcast, a lot of people, I mean, I mean, I don't necessarily know, like, a couple of people have, I mean, we've seen that, uh, podcast, CBD podcast we did a couple weeks, weeks ago with Josh Fulmer, um, that was, that was, that was a success, um, Gotta see if he wants to come back on the podcast. I would be cool to have him back on here. Um, and, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm not pressuring or forcing anyone to want to come on. I, I'm just, I just think that there's a lot of people out there who have good, good voices. Not good voices, but good eyes for the sport and are passionate about it. And I'm just trying to find people who are educated and share the same passions and they want to talk on the podcast as well. And you know, it's kind of like created like a, like just a conversation. There's no stress. There's no pressure. There's nothing. There's nothing else like that and stuff. Like you know, I'm not trying to pressure anybody. I'm not trying to get anybody to come on. I'm not. I mean, if you want to come on, you want to come on. If you don't want to come on the podcast, you don't have to. I'm not going to beg anybody to come on. I just personally, out of the personal choice of mind and stuff like that, I just was, you know, offering. I was. I was. Uh, I was, uh, sorry, I smelled a skunk right now, that's why I was, like, looking around to make sure I didn't get fucking sprayed or some shit, um, but, like, I'll extend offers to anyone of interest to me, and if they're declined, it's it's all good, I do, I do the show solo normally, it's a normal thing for me, but, you know, if, 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 if someone needs to be or wants to be on, it's all good, I don't, I don't get offended or anything like that, that's the thing. So, like, when I connect with all these new MMA people, like, it's cool to talk to them and stuff like that. But, like, I'll extend the offer. So that's the thing. If the offer, if no one wants it or no one wants the offers and stuff like that, like I said, it's all good because I still, I still do everything still the same with or without anybody. So it's cool. I like, at least on the show, I've done the show for, like, five years. I've done it solo 99% of the time or 95% of the time, you know. I mean, other than the guests I've had, she was bad as fuck. Damn, pretty sexy. I love girls that are nurses, man. That's like one of the hottest things ever. 
uh, especially when they're Mexican too. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, like like I said, there's, there's, I wasn't like saying I was offended or anything. I'm not, I wasn't offended at all. I, I was just, you know, as a kindness of my heart and the admiration I, I can see in a lot of people's uh, tweets and their passions of the sport allowed me to think about the fact that, you know, these people are passionate about the sport, so I'm going to extend an offer, and that's essentially what I was doing. So other than that, I mean, I find some cool-ass people definitely to put uh, – to have on the podcast and stuff like that so that's not like it was the only time it gets you i'm barely like kind of speaking to people and you know getting to know people like that so it's uh it's pretty cool but i think that's all we got today guys uh, i really appreciate you guys oh by the way junior dos santos by unanimous decision unless he if he doesn't get knocked out um but yeah, I don't think he's going to get knocked out, too. So, Junior Dos Santos, I'm comfortable with picking him by unanimous decision. Um, like I said, that's it for our show today, our podcast. You guys, thanks for joining us. Um, just having this conversation earlier with someone about this podcast was that I have all my content in one area. So, in segments, the second edition of the podcast is uh, is um, it's like a smaller version of this podcast, basically. It's a time. It's, it's it's this podcast, but it's just broken down to where it's not as long. But yet we still talk about shit. That's the thing. We still talk about some related things to fight. Obviously, like fight related shit. But there's things that we talk about maybe that aren't really made for the show or too short to to really turn into a full hour show. Because usually I like to go an hour long or a little bit longer if it's guests or if we really have a good show and we're flowing and stuff like that. We'll do that. But um. You know, for this for this time, you know, it's usually like an hour. But yeah, for segments, segments is just this show broken down into a shorter version, and we talk about shit that we didn't talk about on the other on the other program. So we're all in the same spot. You can follow my podcast at Anchor.fm/slash/GMeekerMMA Show. This is episode one ninety one of Kicking In with the King. My name is Gabriel Hernandez. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At G the King underscore MMA. You can follow the podcast, like I said, at KWTK Pod on Instagram, Snapchat, at G Meeker underscore MMA. Still the same shit. And everything else is still the same, ladies and gentlemen. So I appreciate you guys for joining us. Episode 191. We shall, we shall be not back next week. And if anything, we may be back this weekend for episode 20 of segments, ladies and gentlemen. So. Stay tuned for that and hopefully cross your fingers, depending on how I feel, depending on what's going on. A couple of shit, a couple of fight announcements and stuff like that to talk about. We'll get to that um, this weekend or next week. It doesn't matter. But uh, like I said, G, the king, out, baby. That's a new one. Thanks to Anchor. Thanks to all. Thanks to Spotify. Thanks to everybody that hosts the podcast. Thank you, guys.